Welcome to chapter three. I'm saying chapter three because it's March. And I learned that from a friend that she names her months chapters. And I'm adopting it from her because I love it. I think that having each month be a chapter is a really good idea because there's so many possibilities that can happen in your chapter. And we write our own chapters and our books are our lives and they're made up of many, many chapters and there's just so much power in knowing that. So I am calling the beginning of this March as my chapter three and I'm just starting to write my chapter three for March and I think it's super exciting. What is also really crazy right now is I'm making this podcast, first of all, on a Wednesday. I don't typically record on Wednesdays. It's also nighttime. It is dark out. I don't, I have, I don't think I've ever, that I can remember, recorded a podcast at night. Because normally at night, there's a lot of activity in this house and Um, It's our quiet time with the phones, so we usually put our phones away at night, and it's quiet, or we're sitting as a family watching TV, but tonight, I'm the only one here, except for the cats. There's a cat lounging on the top of the sofa right now with me. I'm also not in my room, which is different. I'm recording in our living room, and Rich made a raging fire for me before he left, So I'm excited actually to be recording in this kind of setting. It just feels so good. And I'm wondering if you'll be able to hear the crackling of the fire because it's one of my favorite sounds. Um, I do want to open with a quote and the quote starts like this. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. That's by C.S. Lewis, and that also holds so much power because, of course, I regret a lot of things I've done in my past, and I do wish I could have do-overs in certain areas, but if I spent all my time focusing on what I didn't do right and all my things I should have done different, then how am I going to just focus on where I am right now and writing my chapter better from here forward? Not that unexpected things can't occur or curveballs being thrown but I've also learned that it's all in our attitude so it's kind of how we approach those unexpected things and those curveballs um I still have a lot of learning to do I can't you know I'm not claiming to conquer those things perfectly but um with age comes a little bit more wisdom and I've gained just a little bit more wisdom. I'm almost half a century old. Um, So I don't know. I always say this. I don't know specifically what I'm going to talk about. But then again, I have some ideas. And one thing I'm super stoked about is the plan to make my bedroom a retreat. In a past podcast, I had spoke about investing in nice sheets and like a comforter and things like that Um, and I did that I think I did that in November maybe the beginning of December I got new pillows that are I am so happy I got them they 
feel so good. They're not feather pillows, but they're like faux feather. They're amazing. I got them at JCPenney. I got everything there and got it for a great deal. And I, I, I have white sheets now. I have the white fluffy top comforter. It is covered by an old, old quilt because I still am nervous about the white. Um, but I'm ready for change. Like I've not wanted to invest money in our bedroom because there's just been other things that are far more important in that I consider that's happened in our life that I put money into. And so I think it's time to invest in the room. So I have for myself set a seven week plan to accomplish this. I've written out all my goals per week of what I want to focus on. Um, I, I last week was my first week already and first week included creating a vision board let's just it's a pinterest board i created of ideas for our bedroom and that was so fun just trying to figure it out and i thought i had this whole vision in my head of what i wanted our room to be like and i wanted it to be very light and airy with lots of white and very simple like to take a lot of the clutter out and to just walk in with the room and feel like like I could take a deep breath and it was a light airy simple room that was my initial pinning of my vision of what I wanted our room to be but this past week I had a dream and I've also been trying to just pay a little bit closer attention to my dreams because I think sometimes they hold a message or they're a little bit important so in my dream I visited someone in Finland and it's somebody that I know and this person keeps her house very simple very light very airy she also dresses this way very just clean lines type of a person now Finland gets a lot of dark days in their winter I think like I'm not let's just say that's the way it is so they have long dark days so they want to have light airy rooms that helps with the the feelings and stuff so when I visited this person in my dream I was standing in her bedroom and I was already shocked looking around because her bedroom is a very dark purple color and her comforter was saturated with color and I remember standing there in the dream kind of being confused like wow this is so opposite of how I know this person to be and when I woke up I you know my new routine since um, I started last Wednesday a few days before that actually is to get up and make my bed first thing and then come downstairs and sit on the same sofa and open up my Bible and do my journaling and have my quiet time basically with my cup of coffee and before I open up social media and start start with that so I got up made my bed and then I started journaling about my dream because if I don't do it right away sometimes I forget what the dreams been about and it just made me think like wow maybe my bedroom's not supposed to be all white light airy and simple because that's not who I am that's who somebody else is and where you might walk into a room that has a lot of color and 
things, it might give you anxiety. But when I walk into a room that's warm and cozy with beautiful things that are important around me, I feel a sense of comfort. So after I had that dream, I kind of switched back to what I'm comfortable with and what I know, which is a more eclectic, I'm going to say boho type of a look. And so then I started pinning things the next couple of days that were like that. And then when I compare the both, I see such beauty in both ways, to be honest. And if I were to walk into your house and you had a beautiful white open room with not a lot of stuff, very simplistic, clean lines, I would feel good in it. And I would say, this is beautiful and I love it. But also I can walk into someone's room that is completely opposite of that and has warm I, I keep saying warm I say light and airy and I say warm and cozy if I were to walk into a room that was full of eclectic little niches of things and old books and pictures on the walls that meant something deep for them um, I also feel this really like this really good feeling inside so my vision board week was a little bit confusing and conflicting. It was kind of like those scales that tip one way or the other. But after having my dream, I feel like it's tipping more towards the color and the things that that I love. So I wish sometimes you could see what I'm talking about, that I could share it, that you could see my progress of my room, my progress of my room, because that, that would be so fun now it's just like a story I'm telling you and you just have to imagine what it could be like but our bedroom kind of has an attic feel the way the roof line is the ceiling slant way down on the sides so it's also I loved that when we bought the house I walked in and I thought it added that little extra bit of character but it is tricky when it comes to decorating and when I walk into the room you can't walk down the sides without hitting your head you have to duck and so I have to work with that that too and I I know that some people follow me on social media so I will probably most likely uh, might share little clippets in my stories or pictures of what what transpires in there but that's what's on the horizon that's going to be happening in my chapter three, but it's also going to push in a little bit to chapter four. And I'm just super excited about it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'm sticking to that morning routine of making my bed. I'm really enjoying it. It feels wonderful to come home and have a bed that's already made it's weird how that can change the tone of the day and I'm the last person in the world that you would think that that would be saying this because for years I just haven't really made my bed and I also don't make the kids make their bed I I'm not sure if it has something to do with being raised in a in a home that was very perfect and our rule before we left for school was we had to make our bed before we left and um I went completely opposite to that. So um, I don't judge myself for it though. I, f I felt good and fine with that, that way of life. Sometimes I look back on the way I raised the kids. It is completely different than the way I was raised. And 
I'm sure that they might end up telling me that there were some things they didn't appreciate, but um, I think we all do the best that we can. I I'm tend to focus more on moments and having fun than having a super clean, put-together home. If you come into my home, it's not going to be perfect, but you're going to feel, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel comfortable in here. Um, I discovered uh, a few years ago, one of my biggest things that, that was hard for me to keep up on was laundry for a family of five. And one of the best things I think I ever did that is a decision to get all the family together and to say, give them each their own laundry basket and to say, you are now responsible for washing and drying and putting away your own clothes. And if you don't have anything to wear, it's because you didn't wash it. Because believe me, in all of the years that I've been a mom and raising the kids and having my partner, my husband, um, there were times where Motorcycle Man did not have underwear to wear because I didn't get the laundry done. And I felt bad, but I also felt like, man, how come this is all my responsibility? We both work. We're both raising the kids. Why am I the one responsible for everyone to have clean underwear? So it was just so awesome and liberating. Everybody got their baskets and everybody's responsible for their own laundry. I think Abby started earlier than the boys, but I'm going to say it started when at least middle school for the boys. So she was still in elementary school, um, maybe sooner. I don't know. It's been quite a few years actually that people in this house have been responsible for their own laundry. So I'm just throwing it out there. So in case, you know, you have the same struggles that I had with laundry, um, you might consider it. It, it works really well. I'm just, I'm just saying it's one of the best things I ever did. And yes, sometimes they didn't have something to wear and they had to pull it out of a dirty pile. But also, isn't that an, a way of learning to say, oh, if I want clean clothes, I'm going to have to wash them. So when they're all out on their own and they're all living their lives, they'll have no trouble with that. They all also know how to cook, cook certain meals and I think that's good. It's good because... I consider a household like a company and a partnership and I think we all are living here and we're all reaping the benefits of the things that come with having a home and food on the table and in the refrigerator. So why not all pitch in and and make it work together? So that's another thing that, that worked out well in our lives, that choice that I made. And let's see, for March, what else? I've also been trying to be way more aware of just little things that are going on around me, like the dream and how does that affect like what I'm doing and, and just noticing. Um, I spoke, my last podcast before this one was finding God in the ordinary and I expressed how I didn't know what the what 
the word liturgy meant and I had to look it up and learn about it and I read a book about it and it's kind of like when you buy a new car and all of a sudden you start seeing that make and model of of the car that you purchased everywhere I don't know if that happens to you but it's like you become aware so in in taking all of that in and learning about it the strangest thing happened I went to yoga on Monday and that was a really unexpected gift because I do love yoga and as much as I want to do it more often I find myself not taking the time to do it as much as I'd like and two of my favorite yoga teachers one moved out of the area and the other one is I think getting a master's or something furthering her education so she doesn't have as much time so um I was invited to do yoga at a local church and I personally love something called holy yoga and it's a time where you're able to do yoga but um it's a different kind of spiritual aspect brought in and they read from scripture and they it's just a completely different experience that that works for me and I had the opportunity Monday to do this and at the very end of our yoga class after the whole routine um, the leader said they were going to sing a song and I was like what the world they're singing a song and she called it doxology and uh oh I'm going to be interrupted by by Dylan I hear the garage door opening um so doxology is a beautiful song all of the women sing it's basically a gratitude song um to God and it was beautiful and I also looked that up later and it's part of a liturgy um ritual I don't know what you want to call it but um it was beautiful and I had never heard of it and I've gone to church and private schools and been exposed to things my whole life and I had never heard of it but it all tied together so just open your eyes to just new things and pay attention it really makes a difference and Dylan's gonna walk through the door any minute and I'm gonna say hi Dylan and I'm also gonna close this and leave you with peace and love And don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up.